0: Listening to Vet Candy. This show is brought to you by Brave Paws, a natural stress and anxiety chewable for dogs. Learn more at mybravepaws.com.
1: If you're connected with Dr. DJ Hoisler on social media, Chances are that you've been enjoying his constant feed of graphic ocular disease images, including our favorites, retinal detachments, corneal ruptures, and even corneal squamous cell carcinomas. If you're into eye disease, then Dr. DJ is your man. This Ohio native and board-certified veterinary ophthalmologist has veterinary medicine in his blood, literally. His father, Dr. David Hoistler, was a small animal veterinarian in Cincinnati. One of the things he enjoyed most as a child was listening to stories about his father's work life. It is no surprise that Dr. DJ followed in his father's footsteps by attending Ohio State University College Vet Med. While he was there, he also met and later married his wife, Dr. Jamie Zimmerman Hoisler. As a father of two boys, he has his fingers crossed that at least one of them decides to take up the family trade. To our show, Twenty One Questions with Dr. Jill, and I'm Dr. Jill Lopez. I'm so delighted to let you know that Dr. DJ Hoistler is on our show today. Welcome to our show, Dr. DJ.
2: Hey, Jill. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to speak with you guys.
1: Great. I'm so excited to speak to you. So now, I just like through the grapevine, I heard that the Animal Eye Institute has opened. Is it its fourth clinic or fifth?
2: Uh, This is our fourth clinic. Uh, We just opened one in uh, Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, which is a suburb of Charleston. And Dr. Christina Korb is our head of ophthalmology down there.
1: Oh, great. Dr. Christina was just on our show. So that's great. The weather is much better than in Ohio. So I think she's really happy. To move on and then also i know i was reading on linkedin that you have a new residency program starting or you have your you have a new opening for residencies
2: we have some residency positions that we're looking at as well as um specialty intern positions that we're looking at
1: so what's the difference between a resident and a specialty intern
2: so a specialty intern is a person who spends a one-year commitment uh with an ophthalmology practice doing only ophthalmology Uh, And then at that point, they can choose to apply into a three-year residency program, or if they don't want to continue with ophthalmology, they can go in in whatever different direction that they want to go in.
1: Okay, okay. And then a residency is three years?
2: A residency is a three-year program, and it's through the American Board of Veterinary Ophthalmologists, so the ABVO. And then uh, at the end of that, if they successfully complete their residency, they can sit for their board examination.
1: Okay. And then if anybody is interested or is in love with ophthalmology, they can also take your master course on vet candy too. Absolutely. Okay, cool, cool. So now I think I might have told you offline, these questions are strange. You probably haven't had these types of questions before. They're very unusual. One person did complain about them, but everybody else has gone for it. So let's see <laughs> if, if you can handle it, okay? The first question, these are not medical questions at all. And I know you probably answer a lot of medical serious questions, but what is the weirdest dream you've ever had?
2: One of the weirdest dreams, and and this is apparently a recurring dream that a lot of people have, is when your uh, teeth fall out. looked it up quite a few times. When your teeth fall out, uh, apparently it means that you are not in control of your life.
1: That's so strange. I have that dream too. I have a cap tooth and I always have a dream that it falls out. But in real life, it's fell out before too. And I've had to keep it in my pocket um, <laughs> and I would put it in when I talked to people until I could get to the dentist. So so when you dream that, it means you're out of control. You're out of control. That's not good. Okay. So did you ever have the dreams where you um, are in vet school still and you have a test and you can't read the test or you come in late?
2: Oh, yeah. We call those nightmares. Being back in vet school would be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah,
1: I have that tree. And it seems like a lot of people I've interviewed, they've had that dream, too, where this is like the final. And if they don't pass it, they're going to have to go back to vet school. And, and it's like they came in and it's 10 minutes till the end of the class. So so scary. I wonder what that means. I don't know. What does that mean?
2: I don't know. It's probably it's probably a PTSD trauma.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. OK, cool. Next question. If you could travel to any year in a time machine, what year would you choose and why?
2: I think I would there would be two of them. One would either be when the Civil War was going on, uh, because I think that that's one of our nation's biggest hurdles and important events in our nation's history. The other would be World War II because my grandfather fought five tours in World War II, and I would love to have seen uh, what he was like back when he was 20 years old and the courage that he had to to do something like that and continue to to go over to Europe to fight. So I think that the those would probably be the the tie. With with probably seeing my grandpa at 20 years old would be number 1.
1: Oh, cool. So you're German, right? Your background's German. So he was an American German fighting against his home homeland, right? That that takes a lot of courage. He
2: did 5 tours. The most famous battle that he was in was in the Battle of the Bulge.
1: Yeah, I've even heard of that. I've even heard of that. And I like don't know anything about wars, but I have heard of that. That's amazing. And then, you know, in a couple of days now, it's going to be Veterans Day. So thank him for his service. So that's cool. I never thought about that. Like, that would be cool to see your grandparents when they were younger, you know? Okay, next, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be?
2: If I could somehow eliminate a lot of anxiety that I experience, uh, that is one thing that I would really change. And I know that a lot of uh, veterinarians deal with this a lot. And it seems to some of my research that it seems to or or readings, not research, but my readings that it gets worse a little bit when you go over the age of 40, which I am. And so, yeah, I'd like to eliminate anxiety. It's 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 sometimes a real pain in the rear end to be a prisoner in your own head with with what's going on. So that's one thing I would love to be able to reduce.
1: Do you chew your nails?
2: Nope.
1: Well, you know, I was talking to someone the other day, a clinical psychologist, and she said, you know, some anxiety, and she recommends smoking pot. She, you know, now that it's legal, I don't know about Ohio, but I think it's legal in Connecticut.
2: Not legal in Ohio, unless you have a medical reason for it.
1: Anxiety, that's a reason.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know how that plays into being a, having a doctor license, though, you know, so...
1: Well, you know what? One of these days it'll be legal in Ohio. But that's what her recommendation was. And I was like, that's cool. She's like in her early 30s. And so she's very in tune with nature and stuff. And she said that's what she recommends to everybody.
2: What a, a crazy time that and that we're living in. I mean, 15 years ago, we definitely would not be able to have that sort of conversation on a podcast. You know,
1: it would be bleeped out. But now you can. I think it's legal in Connecticut because they're going to start selling it in Connecticut. It's legal. Like, we live close to Massachusetts and they have dispensaries everywhere. They have ice cream. Like, my kids thought it was for them and they were trying to go into the dispensary. They wanted to get ice cream. And I'm like, oh my God, they did not need marijuana ice cream for sure. So not, not happening, but I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking also that you would say being an ophthalmologist that you would want to have perfect vision. And I do see that you're wearing glasses. You're always wearing glasses. So I do
2: wear glasses. That's a, you know, that's just a function of, of being imperfect and, uh, but I don't mind glasses, so it doesn't bother me too much.
1: Okay, cool. Um, next question is what is one of the most fun childhood memories you've ever had?
2: I always really enjoyed being over at my cousin's house when I was younger. Uh, they, I have a set of cousins where there, there were four boys, four brothers and all within like a year to two years apart from each other, you know? And, um, We'd go over there and they had a, an unfinished basement and it was just a wreck, you know, just toys everywhere. And and we could just be boys, you know, we could just wrestle and and play different games, like, you know, kick the can outside and all these games that we used to play when we were kids at nighttime, you know, we wouldn't wouldn't come back home until the street lights came on and stuff like that. So, you know, that that was those were good times back then.
1: Yeah, that's true. They should have that for adults. They should create like adult play areas where you just play with
2: balls and sticks and stuff adult kick the can you, but you'd have to be pre-medicated with advil before starting and yeah, also
1: i'm going to tell everybody from now on even though that one person said she did not like my questions i'm going to say these questions are approved by dr dj hoistler
2: so so far so far we'll check we'll check in again in four questions
1: okay good so what's your favorite movie to watch that you can watch over and over again
2: uh both the top gun movies I love both the Top Gun movies. They're awesome. I I think they're great. And then I I really shouldn't say this because I'm a Buckeye through and through, but one of my favorite movies of all time is the movie Rudy about Rudy Rudiger at Notre Dame. That is one of my by far favorite movies of all time. Great story about an underdog that has the will to fight and and achieve his goals no matter what. I think it's a a great thing to incorporate in your daily life if, if you identify as an underdog.
1: Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we will bleep that out for the Ohio listeners so they won't Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, Ohio listeners. They Oh, they can, they can fault me if they want. It's still it's still a good movie.
1: Oh, oh, oh. This is so good. Before we go to the next question, let's take a break and listen to our sponsors.
0: We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Oh, this is Caitlin Palmer. You probably know me as the desk Winch. You know, the sweet TikTok receptionist who has to deal with the evil Karen Stevens. Well, if you like that, you are going to love my new podcast, Desk Winch Confessions. On my show, I have funny guests who tell me about their own Karens. Plus, we have contests, giveaways, and skits. Trust me, you are going to love it. Check it out on a podcast platform of your choice on Vet Candy Radio. So, so Top Gun,
1: like, what did you think when you saw it? Like, did you see it in a theater? Like the new one, the Maverick?
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've seen it a, a few times actually, but uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's really well done. I didn't think that you would they'd be able to successfully create a sequel on such a successful, iconic movie of the '80s, but I thought they did a great job.
1: What'd you think about Val Kilmer?
2: It's sad, you know how young he is and and what he's had, what he's dealt with, and it's really sad.
1: It was so nice to see him there. We actually went to see the, we saw it several times at our local drive-in, like the real, the old-fashioned drive-in, and that's the best place to see Top Gun, by the way. And they they even had Top Gun One and Top Gun Two. It was amazing, and like when he came out, I was like so excited because I watched his show. And it was just like it was such an iconic moment when you see him, the Iceman, but he's older, you know, and then he dies. It was so sad. It was so sad. Yeah.
2: Really sad. The You know, just the difference of, of aging be- between him and Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah, yeah. The difference between maybe possibly plastic surgery. And then they did that same like back in the original, they had the um, volleyball scene. And then now they have the beach football scene. That was so funny. Because they had to do that, right? They had to.
2: Yeah, they used me as a double in in some of that.
1: That was so funny. And I was like... Who is that guy? Like Tom Cruise, and he had just turned 60. He looked awesome. He really did. Like if it was him, I'm sure it was him because he does his own stunts. So, so cool. Okay, so next question. What is your favorite season of the year?
2: Fall. Bar none, fall. I love the fall. Although I, I love the summer a lot as well. I go camping and, and boating in the summer. But, but I love the fall. I love football. I love watching football. The coolness that's there. And Ohio gets pretty cool. Awesome four seasons. Typically, fall only lasts for six, you know, six to eight weeks. But that's my favorite. Love the colors. I'm amazed by the tree colors and every every year. I think it, it's deep seated with that. Was always when I went back to school and I loved going back to school and whether it was high school or or college. Um, so that that's my favorite. So,
1: do you watch the Ohio State play football? Is that your team?
2: Every week. Do you go in person? I split some season tickets with my uh, sister.
1: So what happens if you go there and then you have an emergency? Like there's an eyeball emergency.
2: Oh, well, I'm never on call if I'm going to the game. So someone else from the practice will be on call. If I'm on call, then I don't go to the game.
1: So what happens if you're there? And let's see, who's a famous person from Ohio? I don't even know off the top of my head. Oh, Drew Carey. So Drew Carey's dog comes into your clinic. You're at the game. He needs to see you. Would you leave the game to go take care of Drew Carey's dog?
2: Most likely. I don't know. It would depend, though. I don't know that I would necessarily leave the Michigan game because that's the biggest. That's that's like Christmas to me. So most likely, Drew Carey. I'm 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 leaving to go go check it out.
1: Okay. Next one is who is your favorite celebrity? Like, who do you think is like the coolest celebrity out there?
2: Uh, I really like John Travolta. Him and Mark Wahlberg are two of my favorites. Um, And so with John Travolta, he's been through a lot in his life. Um, he's overcome a lot of adversity and. I I like his acting and, um, but those, those are my two favorite guys.
1: So what's your favorite movie with John Travolta?
2: I don't know that I necessarily have a favorite. I just watch, I'll I'll watch pretty much anything that he's in. He was recently in like a boat racing movie where he, which I saw on Netflix, which was, I thought was good in that movie. It has the word fish in it or something with Halle Berry. That that was a good movie. Uh, that that might've been the early two thousands or something, but.
1: What about Grease and Saturday Night Fever? Did you like him in there?
2: Oh, yeah. That's that's the iconic one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then he made the comeback with Pulp Fiction.
2: Yeah. Pulp Fiction is good. Yep.
1: Okay. next question. What is your biggest fear?
2: My biggest fear is always going to be losing a loved one.
1: Well, that's a good fear to have. Uh, And again, I thought it would be an eyeball because you're not worried about it, right? Because you could just clean it off, pop it back in.
2: Yeah, just pop it right back in. It's real easy.
1: What is the wildest thing you've ever done?
2: Probably skydiving or bungee jumping. I've done both of those, and so both of those were pretty exhilarating and fun. Uh, I, as I get older, and you realize how much more mortal you are, and I don't know that I would do them again, but I was, you know, young and and did them, and they were fun.
1: So, what did you think when you were jumping out of the plane when you were skydiving? What's your like the last thought you had with your feet on the ground?
2: I mean, I was terrified, especially when they launch you out of the the back of the plane. You know, I mean, I was I was terrified then. Uh, they told us before you jumped, we're going to ask you what color the bottom of the plane is. And we can almost guarantee you that when we ask you that, when you hit the ground, you won't know because your brain won't process it. And sure enough, I thought I'd remember to look at the bottom of the plane. I didn't. And they asked me and I didn't. I had no idea what color it was. <laughs> OK,
1: good. Like I'm just thinking like that is to me would be the scariest thing in the world. I'm terrified of heights where. I get, like, if I go on a ski lift, I have to start shaking and praying that I can survive. I get terrified, and I could definitely, someone would have to throw me out of the, like, physically push me out of the plane to get me to leave.
2: They pretty much do. You're attached to someone, and they walk you right out. You don't have any choice.
1: I'd have to take a lot. I'd have to take up my my friend, the psychologist thing, and probably bring a bong with me, because I don't think I could do it without being, I have an altered mind. I'm, like, terrified. So next question is, what's the best advice you've ever received?
2: Probably the best advice that I've ever received is that there, um, there is always room for someone to do a good job. So if you look at markets and say like business or things like that, that if you are willing to do a good job, there will be room for you.
1: Okay. So like the same thing, like fill of dreams with Kevin Costner. If you build it, they will come. What is a bad habit that you've had, you've been able to overcome?
2: Oh, well, this is kind of embarrassing, but so what, you know, like I am who I am. But when I was a kid, I I like sucked my thumb for a really long time. And I remember that it was, it was a hard thing to get over. And so uh, that, that at least was a habit that was a difficult thing. And I remember that, that it was a hard thing to, to get over. Cause I was, I, I did that longer than, than I should have done that.
1: How did they get you to stop? Did they put something that tastes bad on your, on your thumb?
2: Yeah, yeah, you used to have to paint that weird stuff so that if you put it in your mouth, it tasted terrible. But I haven't thought about that in a while. These are good questions. I don't know why anybody'd have a problem with these questions. I like these.
1: What is your dream road trip destination, and who would you bring with you?
2: I want to take my two sons and go out west and do like a three-week road trip in a camper. Yep, I want to hit as many as many spots as I can. Like what? Like uh, the Grand Canyon? Yeah, like Grand Canyon. Las Vegas, uh, Mount Rushmore, Yellowstone, uh, see different areas of Wyoming and and Utah and see if I can, you know, hit Montana. I, I want to do, uh, that would be my greatest trip. That's what I want to do.
1: Would it be a luxury RV or like a, you know, regular RV?
2: It's like a, almost like a van, but, but also, you know, big enough that you have some room to, to maneuver around. Cause I really don't want to pull, you know, a, a camper across the country especially because, you know, you got to go through drive throughs and things like that, to get food and can't do that. So, so I'd want something that's drivable and maneuverable.
1: Okay, cool. What is your favorite food of all time?
2: I'd, I'd have to go with steak. I'm a Meditarian and I just, I like steak. I'm a Midwest boy and yeah, that's steak and potatoes for me is where it's at.
1: And would it be well done, medium or rare?
2: Oh, uh, I'd have to go medium
1: medium. Okay. Okay, good. Very classy. Because the veterinarian is never going to go rare, right?
2: They better not. And if you go well done, you shouldn't be eating steak.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's
2: true. And I apologize to all my non-meat eaters out there. And so I hope you don't hold anything against me.
1: Okay. Okay. Let me stop you here. Let's take a break and go to our sponsors.
0: We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Does your dog shake and tremble when she hears thunder? Brave Paws anxiety and stress support chewables may promote calm behavior in dogs who exhibit nervousness or anxious behavior. Our clinically studied and patented botanical blend contains naturally occurring bioactives, which can be found to promote a sense of calm and relaxation in dogs. What's even better is it's fast acting and non-drowsy. Get it today at MyBravePaws.com.
1: Okay, next question is, what are three items on your bucket list? Three things you really want to do?
2: I really would would like to visit Italy at some point. Um, that's on my list. I really would like to see that and some of the touristy stuff over there I'd really like to see, yeah, just like the Coliseum, the museums over there. It's just Europe has so much uh, so much history that that goes just so much further back even than than the United States that I think it'd be neat to to see some of that. I really would like to see uh, my two sons achieve the goals that they want to achieve. And what's those goals? One son, he wants to be in the air force, so I'd love if he's able to to achieve that. Uh, the other one currently says that he may want to be a veterinary ophthalmologist, so maybe I'll get a hand in helping him with that. Although on the other, he's eight, so on the other hand, he also says that he he would enjoy being a manager of a bowling alley expressed to him that I think that the least stressful job would be the bowling alley and maybe I'd get some free bowling out of of that I'm not really a bowler but I could become one my third I haven't thought about bucket list items in in a long time um, because I I really tried to shift my mentality over the last couple years to just living in the moment and really not trying to to look so far ahead and just really enjoying um, seeing other people succeed I, I love to develop residents so it was a bucket list item to to train a resident to full completion of board certification and achieve that with Dr. Christina Corb. I have another resident that just finished up uh, her name is Dr. Jamie Lembo I'm hoping that next year she gets board certified so I, you know those are those are kind of just day-to-day stuff that I that I try to be thankful for and not always to look into the future because we don't all know that we're going to be here tomorrow
1: so not she, but so you
2: pretty much have
1: like a baby ophthalmology cranker, like you're cranking them out, you're cranking them out,
2: right? Yeah, I don't know that we're necessarily cranking them, uh, but uh, I'd like to say that we develop them. I like that word. Uh, yeah, I like to, I like to develop them. I like to see them achieve their goals. Veterinary ophthalmology to get into is not easy, uh, to be successful is not easy, And so to take someone without any of those skills and have them be very successful at what they're doing is is very rewarding to me. I've figured out that as I have gotten older, my personal successes anymore aren't really all that important. I like watching other people and having a hand in their success.
1: Okay, cool. Next question. What's your biggest regret?
2: My biggest regret is probably also one of the things that I'm best at, which is working too much. You know, I I work hard. Uh, it's fun for me. Everything comes at a price, and so friends, loved ones, they don't get the time that uh, that they deserve.
1: The saddest song in the world is "Cats in the Cradle." Maybe your new bucket list would be, even though I don't like the name bucket list either, but is to enjoy your life more and work less, right?
2: Yeah, and that, trying to do that, um, you know, with you know, developing other doctors is that hopefully that they can. Ah, uh, help me take some of the load off, and also enjoy some success of working, um, and hopefully they can also take the path that they want. What you know, and so hopefully, if we have a nice group, then we can share that and get more get the time spent where we want to spend it.
1: Yeah, so we need to get you some more residents so you can get a full season ticket pass to the Ohio State games. So next one is, what's your favorite thing about yourself?
2: I guess probably my work ethic. I'm willing to work to overcome a lot of deficiencies. You know, I'm not not the smartest ophthalmologist out there, and but i'm I'm willing to work, you know really hard to, to overcome things or and not just in not just necessarily in professional life, but if there's something that I view as something I want to focus on and overcome, I, I pride myself in the ability to outwork the problem,
1: yeah. you're like the the Tom Cruise of ophthalmology, right? because they, well, I was just reading an article and they said, you know, it was talking about the rise of quarter assing it where people don't like with the pandemic. They're like, why am I working harder? Because so I could be dead tomorrow. You know, why am I doing all this? And so there's like this rise of people that are doing quarter assing. But then they said the king of full assing it is Tom Cruise.
2: I've actually read that. He is a workaholic. I've read some articles on him and the dedication that he puts into his films and and what he does he becomes one of these guys where it's like how do you have that many hours in the day I don't have that many hours in the day you know
1: yeah so you are you are like full-assing it like Tom Cruise so the next one is what is the weirdest thing in your closet do you have some kind of weird lederhosen
2: or something that you break out (laughs) on Oktoberfest I don't know that I have anything all that weird uh in my closet I have uh, to my brother-in-law's um reception, it was a low-key reception. I had a um I had one of those tuxedo t-shirts, you know, it's black and white, but also has like a red rose and some red outline. Yesterday I wore it underneath my scrub top, and one of my technicians, because it's just a t-shirt, and one of my technicians was like, Wow, you're dressed really formally today. And I said, What are you talking about? I'm wearing scrubs. And she goes, You're wearing a tuxedo t-shirt. That's ridiculous to wear in this clinic. And and I said, oh, I am wearing it. And I said, Where else am I gonna wear it? So that might be the weirdest thing, but I'll wear that thing. I don't care. Yeah, you should wear it. That should be your thing. You're, you're like, you're full-assing
1: it, wearing your tuxedo to work. You're doing
2: surgeries. I like a lot of funny t-shirts. So I have a t-shirt that has a, a bone on it. It says, I found this humorous. You know, I got another one with a cat wearing a cowboy hat that says Captain Yowdy. You know, I like to wear these, get a chuckle out of people.
1: Yeah. So, but nobody, it's like your secret because it's underneath your scrubs, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Sometimes, sometimes I wear them out in public though. That's fun.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Next would be, if you had to guess what people appreciate you the most for, what would they say?
2: I would hope that they would say that if, if I need him, he's there for me. I would hope that they would say that.
1: Next question. This is funny, but um, what is your dream job?
2: I'm doing it. My dream job is a veterinary ophthalmologist. For at least the beginning of my vet career, I wanted to be a veterinary ophthalmologist, and I wanted to find some success at that and and train residents, and I'm doing it. So I, it, this is my dream job.
1: Well, that's great. That's great. So the next question is, this is your last question. Question number 21 is, what have you binge watched recently?
2: I binge watched the World Series last uh, the last couple of weeks. Tuned into that. To unfortunately, watched the Phillies lose in in six games uh, to that. I guess recently I've been binge watching. Um, you know the whole Chicago series, like the Chicago Med and Chicago Police and Chicago Fire. I like those. You know, it's kind of trash TV, I guess, a little bit, but but whatever. I like it. It's easy to wind down at the end of the night with that.
1: You know, they never really have any eye injuries on those, right?
2: No, they don't, actually. No, they don't.
1: Because that could be a really good show. Like someone loses their eye or they, they have an eye popped out and then they have to bring it to get it put back in. Like nobody does that. That's interesting. That's interesting. Only time you see eye injuries are on horror movies.
2: Yeah, we just passed up Halloween. So, you know, that's like my favorite time of the year, you know, because I- eyeball spooky stuff. And I always tell clients when they come in during the month of October and say, you know, eyeballs are gross. I like to say, no, this is my month. This is your, the eyeball
1: month. So do you, at your clinic, do you have like those squishy eyeballs in a bowl that people can squish?
2: Oh, I got eyeballs everywhere. Like, you know, just behind me, I got all these models of eyeballs up on my desk and you know, like the magic eight ball is, is, a uh, I I have it as an eyeball. Um, I've got some horror stuff with anybody that finds weird eyeball stuff. They always give it to me and I put it in my office. So, so yeah, I got, I got a bunch of creepy stuff.
1: I'm going to keep my eye out for it now.
2: Oh, I have a question for you though. Yes. Uh-huh. Is a hot dog a sandwich?
1: Well, no, because it's its own category.
2: <laughs> That's what <laughs> right? I think, too. That's what I think, too. But you can get argued about because it it's a it's meat between two slices of bread. So,
1: yeah, but it's it's a like a coat, whatever, a cylinder shaped. It's, does it doesn't, I don't know. I mean, I actually, once I was on a hot dog diet where all I would eat was um, ketchup and hot dogs, like breakfast, lunch and dinner. And it, you could eat as many, it was like I made up these weird diets, like I could eat as many hot dogs as I wanted.
2: I think my kids were on that diet when they were like six.
1: (laughs) And and I drank like a Diet Coke and it was great. And then I moved on to something else. Oh, I moved on to the green bean diet where all you could eat, you could eat anything you want with green. You had to eat a can of green beans on top of whatever you're eating. Yeah. But anyway, I'm weird. But yeah, hot dogs like its own category because you could do so much with a hot dog. Right.
2: How do you eat your hot dog? Oh, just like in a bun, like you would at a stadium or something. You put ketchup on it? Yeah, I put ketchup on it. Do you put mustard on it? No, no mustard.
1: Have you heard of hot dog sauce?
2: No, I haven't heard of hot dog sauce.
1: It's a West Virginia thing. It's like this, it's this weird thing you get. They actually have it in the store, but only in West Virginia. And it looks sort of like very small, finely chopped meat in a sauce. It's like this, it's so good. There's nothing like a, a slaw dog with hot dog
2: sauce. Next time I roll through West Virginia, I'll check that out.
1: You should. It's, you know what? That's It's worth going there for that. And also Tudor's Biscuit World, which is only located in West Virginia, and they make the best biscuit and gravy. So you got two hours. You should go there for lunch today. Yeah,
2: two, two and a half hours will swing out there for some biscuits and gravy and hot dog sauce.
1: Yeah, hot dog with the hot dog. It's the slaw dog with hot dog sauce. That's what they're known for. Yes. And also um, pepperoni rolls.
2: Oh, I've had pepperoni rolls. Those are good.
1: Oh, they might have gone over to Lake to Ohio. They might have like.
2: Yeah, they might have drifted into eastern Ohio.
1: Yeah, they were like really popular in the north part of West Virginia, not really the south. But um,
2: yeah, they rolled over the pepperoni rolls. They rolled over. Yeah.
1: Oh, this is so much fun. I'm having so much fun talking to you today. I hate to do it, but I think we need to take a break and let's listen to our sponsors
0: we'll be right back with more vet candy
1: hey this is dr julio alonso do you want to keep up with everything vet med? then check out my show on vet candy tv we talk about clinical updates science news plus some of the coolest people in our profession Stream at My Bet Candy 24-7 on YouTube, iTunes, and most other video platforms. Well, this was so much fun. It was so much fun catching up with you today. And then if anybody, I know you're really popular on social media. So if anybody wanted to connect with you, how can they connect with you?
2: Uh, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, Animal Eye Institute. Uh Facebook, uh, LinkedIn is, is LinkedIn's under my my name, DJ Hoysler. You can find me anywhere on there.
1: Yeah, and then and I always recommend to people do not look at DJ's social media feed during lunch.
2: Not unless you're an eyeballed dork like me.
1: <laughs> yeah, unless you like to see some gross stuff. Yeah, yesterday I was watching a cataract surgery in a horse.
2: That's right. Put that one up recently. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's pretty gross. So pretty gross. So cool. And then what if someone wants to find out about this residency program? How can they connect with you on that?
2: You can connect with me directly at the email is AnimalEyeInstitute at gmail.com, um, or uh, you can find the application on the website at abvo.us.
1: So who's your ideal resident? Like, who would this person be?
2: Uh, it would just be a copy of myself, obviously. Somebody who's obsessed with
1: eyeballs. It
2: actually would not be a copy of myself or else we would end up fist fighting every day. There's so many different ways. I, and and this is one of my favorite times a year when I start evaluating applications and interviewing, cause I get to meet so many young people that are so motivated. And it's just really refreshing to meet such young people that are gonna drive the veterinary profession.
1: Yeah, it's very inspiring. Like they're gonna, they're gonna change it for the better. Like that's what I love is like a-
2: Yeah, they're the next generation. They're the kids, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, cool. So cool. So, well, thank you for being on the show today. And thank you, listeners. And if you want to learn more, you know, definitely connect with DJ on social media, but don't look at it during lunchtime. Thank you.
2: Thanks for having me. It's Vet Candy. Bye, Vet candy.
0: It's Vet Candy Radio.